welcome to the Darling Girls podcast, hosted by Jenny Lundstrom and Grace Vidorchak, two mid-20s single gals with a long-distance friendship and passion for personal growth. Listen along as we chat about life, wellness, and everything in between, because we're all just on a journey to be our best selves. Stay darling. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gracie. Happy birthday to you. How old are you? Um, well, right now I'm still a ripe and young 24, <laughs> but when this, Tomorrow. when this episode comes out, it will be the day before my 25th birthday. Ah, oh my gosh. Uh, that is so wild. I know. And I'll be celebrating because my birthday is on a Monday, unfortunately. So, so hopefully on the day that this comes out, you're super hungover. Because you no, raged last night. No, because I can't. No. I think I'm going to celebrate on Sunday. Well, either that or I'm ready to day drink. I'm getting dressed and whatever. Mm. I wish you were you here. Do- I know, dude. It's my biggest regret of the whole year. Ugh, not being too. able to be with you. I think that you should do like a fun brunch where you get to drink a little. Like drink some mimosas or drink whatever drink you want. And then you can like have a nice nap in the afternoon. And then, well, I don't know if you take naps, but you could always like do some fun shopping or whatever relaxes you and then have go to bed nice and early. I love that. That sounds like a perfect day. I wish I was going to be with you. Me too. Such a bummer. That's okay. But yeah, that's okay. Hopefully next time. Uh, yeah, because you missed this one. So I know. It's kind of, I wish we had birthdays at like similar times because then we could just plan a big trip. We have That would be the best case scenario. I guess we have a fake birthday. That's what I should really start doing because mine is so inconveniently placed in between Christmas and New Year's. It is a little bit because everybody's with their families, but we'll make it up. We're going to, we're going to plan a fun trip in the new year. We'll make it up. That's really fun though. I love that. That's, I love that it's your birthday time. I think that's so fun. Me too. What a win. And we had talked about this before, but my birthday is conveniently placed at the end of the year, which is what this episode is about. And mm-hmm. we're going to very gracefully reflect on 2021 as a whole. Yeah. Because you have to, this is the time. You got to start reflecting and thinking about the wins, thinking about the, the losses. <laughs> Yeah, no, lessons learned. I like that. (laughs) Talk about the wins, talk about the losses, talk about the lessons. I love that. Yeah. So we were originally going to do kind of because the last episode was sustainability, which is kind of something that I'm passionate about. We are going to do today as something that Grace is passionate about. We're going to push that to next week. We're going to start off wonderfully in the new year with a nice health related episode. We're not going to spoil what it's about yet, but it's going to be a nice, good one to just start us into the new year. But for now, we are going to talk about some of our wins of the year because it's really good to celebrate the good stuff that happened. And we're going to talk about some of the lessons learned because nothing bad that happens to us is really bad. It's just a lesson, right? So that's our plan for today. And I'm really excited about it because I think that 
reflecting on things and analyzing things is, is what I do best. So this is me and my element. Same. <laughs> and it's fun because Grace and I have hardcore leaned on each other this year. Like you have been my person this year. And I feel like it's super fun that we're getting to like look back on the year and we've both been through so much, but we've been through completely together because of this podcast Well, and just because of our friendship, but because of the podcast, we've caught up more frequently than we might have. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. I relied very heavily on Jenny this past year, the year before as well, but this one was this one's been hard. It started off hard and it continued to be not hard. I mean, it's just I, things like life happens. Yeah. You, have to just, you have to get through it and you have to have good friends like Jenny to help you. Yeah. And actually too, like last year I leaned on you as well, but I think this year it was fun because it was start to finish. Like we started yeah. it and finished it together. So it's we fun. Um, but yeah, exactly what Grace was saying. Like life is hard. Shit happens. Twenties are uncomfortable but it's a weird time. It's okay. Cause it's all going to make sense one day. So we don't even know what's yes, happening 25, right now. I'm on the upswing <laughs> right in the middle. I'm so excited. It's um, so cool. Well, why don't you start by telling me, do you want to start with wins and then go to lessons learned? Yeah. So tell me your wins. My biggest win of the year was this podcast. This was something that made me feel extremely proud of myself and something that I continuously look forward to something that completely fills my cup when other areas of my life aren't. And so this podcast has been like probably my number one win this year. I literally have to agree with you. Right. So, I mean, it's pretty cool because when you think me going, yeah. And like how cool that we actually did it. I know we've already talked about that, but like we it's a lot. It takes a, I mean, we both have nine to five jobs or whatever, full-time jobs. Um, and <laughs> whatever <laughs> we have like other things that we try to prioritize, like working out and eating healthy and seeing our family and hanging out with friends and having social life and blah, 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 fitting things in that we, like we care about. But the fact that we've, cause we put in hours and hours and hours to this every week, thinking about content, thinking about like future plans, thinking about what we're going to talk about, like kind of making a plan. We try to talk like the day before we record because we want to make sure we're on the same page with what we're going to do. And so a lot of time goes into this and I've (laughs) thoroughly enjoyed like every second of it. Me too. Me too. And it's a lot of extra time talking to Ginny. So that's always a win for me. Yeah. Like it's just been so fun. So that's definitely like my number one, but okay. Do you want me to go again or do you want to go? Um, well, that was my number one too, but then also, so I told Jenny, like, I realized that I closed on my condo that I bought in September at the end of September, September 20 something of last year, but I, that did not fully set in and I was not comfortable here and I was not proud of myself until this year. Like it, it probably set in like a few months into 2021 and all of a sudden I like, now I feel comfortable and I walk in, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, cause you know, when you say, oh, I, I just moved into a condo. I bought a house and somebody goes, oh, congratulations. I fully was like, just, I didn't feel like I needed a congratulations. I didn't feel like I was proud of myself. And now I feel like I'm like, oh, thank you. Like I worked 
my ass off to get to where I was, where I am. Like, I, I feel like I deserve to feel proud. For so sure. that was definitely a win. Yeah, for sure. And you like, you made it into a home, you made it into your home. I think that's like, yeah, a huge thing. Cause it's, it's definitely really weird to be on your own and you freaking bought a house. That's so cool. Yeah. And you know, who actually taught me that was my therapist at the time was she just kind of like was getting to know me on a very surface level. Like, so what do you do? Like, how has your past year been? And I was like, well, I, you know, I bought a condo like, and I, at work, this happened and that happened. She's like, oh my God, you should be like, so proud of yourself. And the way that she said it, I was like, she like hyped me up. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I haven't really felt that way. Yeah. And you know what I'm just realizing now is like, at our age, when something good happens to us, it's really important to take note of who celebrates your wins like that, because it can be really easy. And I'm talking from experience. When I see somebody like get a promotion or when I see somebody do something cool with their life, it can trigger, um, like a jealousy type thing in my body. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not like this far, not this far in life. Like I'm not. And, but like, so finding the people that do celebrate that is so important because we all move at such different paces, but the fact that you bought a condo is, is so cool. Like, that's so cool. That is, that is so far beyond like what most of us at this age are doing. And I was very lucky to have Ginny as a friend who came over and had a little welcome basket for me. <laughs> I was having like a panic attack. I was it so was excited. I was, like, I was like, heck yeah, you have a house. Now we have some place to drink. Cause I was now living with my parents. Wine. <laughs> I was living with my parents. So I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> Jenny's like, hell yeah. I'm, I'm packing a, a suitcase. I'll be here. <laughs> um, that's a huge one. I love that. I love that. So what was your number two? Your other win. Um, so my next, my number two is definitely probably moving away from my hometown. Um, because that is just really hard to do. And I think that it's really easy. And also this is really hard for me to say, because I know that a lot of people like love their hometown and want to stay in their hometown. And I think that that's wonderful. I think that's, 100% okay. And I'm not, I'm literally not trying to like be rude to anybody who does stay in their hometown forever. But I think that like making the move, especially because I went home after college, I feel like a lot of people make the move, like go to college and then kind of stay where they went to college or move on from there. I went to college and then I went home for two years and COVID hit and I was super comfortable with my parents. I was living at home and I was had a job that was like five minutes away and I had all my friends there, like all my friends and some cousins and family members that I just love to be around. And then, but I just knew in my heart that like, that wasn't, that wasn't it for me. And there was something else out there for me. And so I started applying to jobs, like literally anywhere else. And so the fact that I did it and I survived and I've made it work has been awesome. And so I think that was probably my number two is like moving away from family, parents, siblings, friends, a job is like super hard, but, and it's just so comfortable. Like I love my hometown. I love it so much. I probably would have been fine and I probably would have been happy if I stayed there forever, 
But the fact that I just know in my head, like I can always go back, but like, I'm not always going to be unattached. I'm not always going to be young and able to just like pick up my whole life and leave. And now Um, you can say that you've lived in Charleston. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really proud. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, that was probably my, my number two. I think that's like a big win for myself. It is. And I was so proud of you when you did it. I was heartbroken because you left me, but it's okay because it's just one more place I get to go visit. And obviously we've made this long distance friendship work really well. So I was very proud of you. That was a huge, that was huge on your part. Thank you. What about you? Next one. Um, my next one is, well, I only have three. Do you only, how many do you have? I have three too. Oh, amazing. Okay. My next one was that I survived my parents getting a divorce and I learned a lot about life and love and each parent individually along the way. So that's been, it's been a long year kind of dealing with that. Um, mostly because I am an adult. So I feel like I felt more obligated to be in the middle of it and help both parents. And it was just, we sold my, um, childhood home, which was very, very hard for me. The house I literally grew up my entire life. I never lived anywhere else. They got a divorce and they sold it. So that was just a lot to process, but I feel like I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about, you know, the fact like getting old, getting older, I'm 25. I'm not old, but is, is hard. (laughs) And like (laughs) things change and not everything's always going to stay the same, but that's okay. And, you know, I, I just, I appreciate my family so much more because of it. Yeah. You, I think win with that one, because that is the, all I can say you guys is that grace has handled the situation with like, there's literally no other word to use is grace. Like you've literally handled the situation with such grace. And I've kind of witnessed like how you've been feeling and like dealing with things. And I think you could not have handled it better. I think that you've been such a like comfort person for both your parents and the fact that you've handled things so equally and like lovingly to both of them is like, they're never going to look back and and think, I I just think that they're both going to look back and be so grateful that they had you because you've just been so just such a good friend to both of them and you're not the parent you're the child and so the fact that you were able to kind of like put your own feelings and your own needs aside and like take care of them when they needed you most is like the most insane thing ever I think you are so strong I think you're like a hundred times stronger after going through that for sure and navigating that situation out of nowhere was just not what I was expecting and I don't know. I just feel like there were certain times where I'm like, why is this happening? This is going to be the like the worst situation of my entire life. Like it was just devastating at some points to see, you know, to watch your parents heartbreak is so much different than like somebody, you know, like a friend or yourself. It's like, that's your parents. So you don't, you have to be there for them in such a different way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, that was definitely a win. The win is that I feel like I'm on the other end of it and I'm experiencing the holidays for the first time and everything, everything is hard and everything is different, but it's like, I'm getting the first year out of the way and I feel 
feel like I'm already better for it. And so are they. Yeah. 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 More and importantly, I like, them. <laughs> yeah. And you've gotten to see like them grow as people as well, which is super cool. Yeah. Like I'm, I feel like it's definitely for the best for the both of them. And they both know that. I mean, I, we talk about it all the time. So it's kind yeah. of just growing pains. Yeah. I love that. Um, What's your third? Oof. Okay. So my third is a, um, a win in, in the same sense as you is like, it was a really, a really tough year. I think like I went through a quite, quite a year with boys. And I think that my third win for the year is kind of just like getting back to a place where I'm okay being alone and getting over a toxic relationship and I think growing a ton because of it and just knowing that I'm okay and it's all going to be fine. But when you're going through that, it's like the loneliest feeling ever. It's like the shittiest feeling ever. And you just, your confidence is like at an all time low. And I'm sure so many people have experienced that this year. And I think that if you've gotten over a relationship in any, any form, whether it's toxic or not, I'm so proud of you because it is not hard. It is so easy to keep going back or doing the same cycle or like whatever it is. And if you've, if you've made the moves, like move on and better yourself and know that you're not going to accept anything less than what you deserve, then I'm so proud of you. And I applaud you because it's not freaking easy. It's really hard, but it's okay. Cause it's like, again, like it's life and it's what everyone, everyone goes through it. And, um, it can be really sad when you're you feel like you're the only person in the whole world who's ever felt heartbroken. Cause I know that that's how everyone feels. Everyone feels like, Oh, no one's ever felt this way before in their whole life, <laughs> but we all have. And yeah, I think it's made me a lot stronger. I went a long time, not experiencing any sort of heartbreak, not experiencing any sort of romantic love in general. And obviously when you experience the really good parts, you, you also have to experience the, the, bad ones and I think that it just makes you so much stronger so yay to anyone you did who wants amazing. a toxic relationship <laughs> you did amazing Ginny crushed it like it's hard it's always easy for the friend to say you deserve better you need to leave if he really loved you he wouldn't be treating you like that but that's not even true because some people are just so toxic that they're treating you like that because they just hate themselves yeah like sometimes you're just in a bad relationship with a person who can't who isn't capable of treating you the way you deserve to be treated so i would just sit there and i would tell her you deserve better but it's the inner work that you have to i mean if you're leaving a relationship it's all about it's all about getting the confidence and the willpower to do it yourself because once you're in it it's really hard to get out of it yeah yeah. Yes. So, so anyways, high five. Yay. <laughs> um, okay. So yay. Yay for wins. And also just like to shout out the whole world and our whole generation for surviving another year of a pandemic. That's not easy. I think we're all going to look back on this time and be like, holy crap. Like we literally yeah. lived through a freaking pandemic. I think it's really important to remind yourself like I don't know about everyone else, but I know me and Grace feel this way a lot is like, we just feel like we're not doing enough or we're not 
like where we're, where we want to be, or we're not on track for like what we thought we would be when we were at this age or whatever it is. Like for me personally, I sometimes get like anxiety where I'm like, Oh, like I am not where I want to be. Um, okay. Well, the world's going through a pandemic. So it's not really easy to be on track when like the whole world has been off track. So that's another win for just everybody in general, because the pandemic has been really hard. And even us, even the people who haven't been affected personally by like, like people getting laid off or people dying. Like I know family members who have had like, like no one close to me has died from the pandemic, but I've had people who are close to me as friends or family die. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. it's been such a hard, stressful year. And so we just need to pat ourselves on the back for, for getting through it again. Cause it's, it hasn't been easy. And I think everyone's been trying to make the most of it. And hopefully we're just going to keep getting more and more normal again and better. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. So anyways, good job, everybody. (laughs) Good job. Um, another win for the years and Dan, Tom Holland. <laughs> what did you just say? What? <laughs> um, never mind. It's Spider-Man. It's like <laughs> wait, my third win. My third win was that I got a raise. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Woo! I just realized we were moving on. I'm like, wait, back. back <laughs> that back is such me. a good I'm one. Talking about Spider-Man or something, but like back to me because I got a raise. <laughs> Zendaya would be so proud of you. I'm so proud I'm, of you. I'm so proud too. Thank Dude, you. That's awesome. So yeah, lots of wins. Love it. Lots I know of some wins. of our, our podcast one was great. And then the other ones we were like, yeah, we like went through this really tough time, but like <laughs> We got over it. Yeah, okay. We're crushing so, it. Okay. Go. Moving on to like more depressing. No, just kidding. Yeah, um, exactly. Some lessons learned. So this is really cool. I feel like we have both have some really good ones for you guys. And yeah. this will be like I- lessons learned, but also like things that other people should know. Yeah. And I hope it's so relatable. No, it's I hope people listen to them and like, they're like, yeah, heck yeah. That is so true. Yes. I think you should go first though. Me? Okay. Well, I'm going to start with the one that I actually wrote last because I like it the best. Um, Rest and recovery is essential to growth. So I learned this year that like pushing yourself harder when you're the most stressed and when you feel like you have the most to do and burning yourself out is nothing but detrimental to your growth. Because you, if you don't take a step back and try to like just relax, regroup, take a day off. Stop spending every day trying to make more goals or meet more. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like I'm with the goal setting. It gets a little overwhelming sometimes because it's like, well, I'm not, I didn't already hit that goal. And now I have these goals and I'm not keeping up. And I, now I need, I feel like I need to always be doing more. It's very type A to like think that way. But I felt like having a day relaxing was a day wasted. And I learned that is not true. Take care of yourself first fill your cup so that you can take care of those around you and never feel bad for taking time to yourself ever. Yes. Boom. Drop the <laughs> mic. <laughs> I love that. I, I think you're 100% right on that. I, yeah. I think that both of us have felt that too. Well, it's, it's hard when you're trying to like 
again, with the thing about not feeling like you're right where you need to be in life, it's like you can feel the the anxiety that comes with that of like, oh, I'm not making enough money or oh, I'm not doing this or I'm not that. Like, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. Like one day is not going to hurt you. Sleep in yeah. if you need to. Take a nap. Yeah. yeah. Skip that workout. Skip that workout. I skipped my workout today. I did. I literally was like, you know what? No, I need time to do something else. So I'm not going to beat myself up for it. I'm just going to good for you. skip it and then have a glass of red wine. I haven't used my Peloton in so long that I went to go use it this morning. As cobwebs? <laughs> no, no. My membership was canceled because the card was expired from two months ago. I, oh I just started dying laughing. I was like, I don't have time to do this. So I just sat there and freaking biked nothing. I had to play <laughs> I was like, I can't believe it, but it low key was a good thing because I didn't waste my money paying for the membership for the past two months. So that's good. Yeah, that is a good thing. That's yeah. another win. That's another win. <laughs> Wait, that's I just can't like not picture you just biking. I like biking on your own. On it's like your membership has been canceled. And I was like, motherfucker. Wait, can you so you can use your Peloton without a membership though? Yeah, you can just, I mean, you can just use it. <laughs> <laughs> bike, bike into oblivion. Like, no one That's knows what you're doing. This morning, I was like, I'm just, I'm not getting off this bike until I break a sweat. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. Oh God. Well, okay, I'm proud well, of you for your... getting back on it. I mean, yeah, I, I was like already dressed and had my things <laughs> on. <laughs> um, okay. So moving on to my first le- lesson learned. learned. Guys, this is something that's just gonna, you know, it help. It's helpful. Moving, slash, getting a haircut, slash, doing a big life change, slash, dyeing your hair, slash, getting a tattoo, getting a piercing, drinking and smoking and partying. Not gonna fix you. Not gonna fix you as a person. And that was a big one for me. I moved. And I was running from things that I hadn't faced and I was drinking a lot and I was smoking and I was doing like filling my days to the brim and I was getting tattoos and I was doing all these things. And like, I'm not regretful over them, but I also kind of realized once I took a chill pill that I was not happy with myself and I was still not happy with myself when all that stuff kind of faded and all the excitement of it faded and the big move faded and everything. And I realized, Oh, I'm still with myself. I'm still here. Hello. Um, so yeah, that's a big one. I think, I think like realizing that like you can 100% do whatever you want, but Making sure that your intentions are positive for yourself and for others is a biggie because like truly, truly, if you're not feeling happy, things and money and whatever it is, like it's just not going to fix it. Yeah. Outside validation just doesn't exist. Yeah. So, um, so slow down. And if you feel uneasy or uncomfortable, make sure you check in with yourself and just make sure that you are knowing that like those, like you can still get a tattoo. Like I don't regret my tattoos, but I also thought like getting a tattoo is going to fix something like thinking like, Oh, I'm going to be cooler. I'm going to feel cooler. Cause I like, but no. And so that's my big one right now is like 
moving and doing big things and changing your life in aspects. Sometimes change does, you know, push you out of your comfort zone and make you grow more, which this all did for sure. But, um, but yeah, it didn't fix like the problems that I originally had. So yeah. yeah. I feel like instant, like you were kind of needed things that gave you instant gratification, but yes. also it didn't fix the underlying issues. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even though I love your tattoos and <laughs> I'm proud of you for moving. Yeah. And I, yeah. you work, I feel like you also needed a rebellion phase because like I had that phase when I was in college, like full re- crazy. And you were just, in, you've just been this little delicate angel your whole life. Yeah, for sure. I literally went so long being such a rule follower and like worrying so much about what everybody thought and so much about what my parents thought and what my grandparents or my aunts, uncles or whatever, who, whoever it was, I just was always so worried about it. And then I realized like, um, they don't have to live with me forever and they don't have to deal with me. So I have to deal with myself. And so I had a little rebellious phase. because I was like, you know what? You needed to let it out. You really I got to I got to get some tattoos. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, you need to party um, a little, get some tattoos. Well, on that on the same note as that, I'll just keep going because um one thing I've also like a huge lesson I've learned this year is therapy. So on the one hand, that all won't fix you. On the other hand, therapy will fix you, but it will take time. I think when I started therapy, I was like, fix me right now. Right, right, right now. Like after the first session, I was like, oh, I'm not fixed. So it's not working. So that was another lesson I learned is like therapy will heal you from all your traumas. I mean, granted, you have a good, uh, the correct therapist for you. Um, And it will get you on that path to moving towards healing yourself, but it takes time and you have to be patient, like all things in life. And yeah, I promise if you, I promise if you're patient, it's just going to all be wonderful. Yeah. I obviously already mentioned my little therapy session and I had a couple good ones, but I am still, I haven't done it in months because I just like started not really enjoying the therapist that I had. So now I have to be patient, which I am not a patient person ever. And I have to find somebody new and start all over again. And I'm like, Oh, this is like worse than dating. (laughs) um that's actually it is true you have to sometimes you I'm like can you just take the spark notes from the other therapist I I know my whole life story again thanks I know that is really true that's why like what would your tip what would your like small little tip be to like figuring out if they're not for you or not within like well I feel like mine was an easy realization when like every single conversation it was just her being like well, that's fine. And you should be proud of yourself. Like you're doing great. And I'm like, there's this, this, and this, and this, that I'm clearly still bringing up because it's not Mm -hmm. okay. It's not healed. It's not like I am struggling. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, well, that's okay. You'll, you'll like, she didn't have any, like, she didn't have any tools. She didn't, she didn't have very good insights of things. She just kind of was there as somebody to talk to who I didn't know at all, which sometimes is what I needed, like just to like vent about the day. But other times I was like, okay, you're supposed to be here to really help me grow as a person. And like, I I just feel like she wasn't 
Yeah, I think that it was very for, level. Yeah, I think that when you're looking for a therapist, obviously everybody's different, but a good indication of someone who is wanting to help you is like genuinely my therapist asked me questions where I'm like, I feel like not embarrassed because I don't want to I don't want to say like you're gonna feel embarrassed when you talk to a therapist, but like a little bit. Like my therapist pushes me out of my comfort zone and asks me uncomfortable questions that I'm uncomfortable answering. And that's how I know that I need to talk about it. Because if you're talk, constantly just saying like things and your therapist is like, cool, nice, that's normal. Yeah. That's no, no. Because there's always some deep digging that you can do into like why you're feeling away or whatever. So anyways, I love that. I think that's, a, yeah, I think we need to find you. Yeah, I'll keep looking. A good one. But I also think it's okay to take breaks. Like I'm taking a break right now and I like it because sometimes it's a lot to have like week after week after week. I think it's like very healthy to take breaks. Yeah, I was doing every two weeks and it still felt like a lot. Yeah. So, okay, cool. The next therapy was on my list too. So I'll just skip that one. I just put like it's becoming normalized and it is for everyone. So we definitely recommend it. And I think everyone's talking about it. So, yeah. Everyone's got some shit they got to work through. Um, My other one is, oh, okay. So don't fight to make something work as in like a job or a relationship or a friendship. If there's a lot of resistance, you just have to let it go. I feel like that's, that's the motto of my year. Like don't, you don't have to prove yourself to anybody. You are what's meant for you will be yours when you're, when the time is right, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have to like force anything to work out. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I'm going to tag on to that. And one of mine is one of my big revelations for the year is that being alone is genuinely better than being with someone toxic. And when I say toxic, I'm not saying sitting here being like, all my exes were toxic and they were terrible human beings and I was right and they were wrong. No, I think that sometimes like the situation is just toxic and that's okay. And like, like me and Grace have talked about a lot too, is like when something's not working and you're constantly trying to force it, it's, it's probably not meant to be. And it doesn't mean that there's like any less love there, like for the person or from the person, like there could be a ton of love there still, or, you know, you know, things that you enjoy about that person, whether it be a friend or a boyfriend or girlfriend or family member, whatever, like, but if you're constantly feeling confused and you're constantly feeling like you're having to force the situation or you're constantly feeling like what the heck is going on or frustrated, like if you're constantly frustrated and annoyed, like that's also a good indication of like, this isn't right. Like, Yeah. As much as, and as hard as like marriage and relationships and whatever can be like, it should never feel like a chore. And I think both of us have experienced that this year where it's just like, it's just not working. Yeah. And sometimes giving up is like the most healthy thing that you can do for yourself and for the other person. Yeah. There just comes a point where you just have to remember like we're young and this goes for friendships and relationships. Like, you know, if it's just, if it's causing more drama than it's causing you happiness, then just walk away, give it a break. Yep. Give it a breather. 
And then like, maybe it'll come back later on in life, but timing is not right right now. So yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. What's your next one? Okay. So a big one for me, and I'm sure I've already said it a bunch, but something that I really figured out this year was like, um, realizing that I only control my own actions, thoughts, and emotions. I do not control yours. I do not control my mom's. I do not control my dad's. I don't control anyone's. I don't get to, that's just not a thing. I literally have no control over that. So being the type of person that wants to have control over everything. Um, that was very hard for me to kind of come to that realization a, because I didn't even realize that I was feeling that way. Like I never really thought of myself as like being a controlling person. I never was like, Oh, but I was worrying about it. I was constantly worrying. Like, what is this person in my, um, Spanish class going to think, or like, what is this person in my, my job going to think, or whatever, my grandparents, my parents. And once I kind of took a step back this year and realized like, oh, I'm literally worrying about something that I have zero control over. And so I'm just wasting my time. That was huge for me because even now, like when I'm going through life and I, something bothers me or I don't know, I leave a situation feeling like icky or someone kind of made me feel bad about myself or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. So then I just don't, don't go around them anymore or as much. Like obviously sometimes people have bad days, but for the most part, you can kind of tell like your gut is a good indication of like, if you walk away from a situation feeling like icky about yourself. You're like, okay, I did not like that. And so I can't control them. I mean, sometimes having conversations is good and being like, Hey, this made me feel bad not just like ditching them or ghosting them or whatever, but, but for the most part, like you have a good, your, your heart and your brain and your stomach all have a very good tell tale feeling of like, what, what am I feeling? Do, did I like that interaction? No, I didn't. Have I not really liked the last 10 interactions with that person? Okay. I haven't. So what can I do? Only thing I can control is myself. So I think that was a big one for me because then I realized like I was able to cut a lot of problems out of my life just simply by like setting that boundary of like, this is not serving me. So I was just going to say, I feel I, like you have made serious waves this year, making boundaries, which obviously we already talked about, but yeah, that was huge for you because you, you were like, if I can't make myself feel better about this situation, this person, this friendship, this relationship, then I'm setting a boundary and I'm walking away. Like, that's yeah. fine. And on the other end of that, like I realized that I control my emotions and my thoughts and my feelings. Well, not my emotions because emotions come and go, whatever my thoughts and my feelings. I didn't realize that I had, I mean, I, just, these are such simple things, but like even this year too, I've realized like, cause when I used to get upset or anxious or nervous, I would like let it fully take over my whole body and it would take over my entire life. And I was so, such a miserable human being. And learning to notice, like I control what I'm thinking and what I'm doing. So if something's, if I'm like worried about something, like it's very important to notice that like, that is a concern in my brain. And then just like to 
to realize I can let that go and I can set that boundary with myself. Of like, okay, I'm going to think about it for five more minutes and I'm not going to think about it again until tomorrow or whatever it is you need to do. Because I would like sit and wallow in these like negative thoughts and I wouldn't realize that they were there or whatever. And this year has been a big year of growth for like me just noticing like, oh, I, I am sad. So I'm going to write down. And that's like the power of writing things down, man. Even today I came home and I was freaking so stressed, like going to pull all my hair out. So frustrated with like finances. And I was like, if I just sit for like an hour and I write things down, I immediately felt better. And then I was like, oh, nothing I can do about it tonight. So let's have a glass of red wine and have a good night. Like, it's just not that serious. Like, I don't know. That's been a big one for me. It's just like, I have, I have control over like what I spend my time on. And so, and I just listened to a podcast about, um, like how your thoughts can control you and you have to realize that your thoughts are not your reality. Most thoughts that you have are, they're completely not true. And you you have to start noticing what thoughts that you're having that are negative that keep showing up and you have to train your brain to be like, uh, nope, not true. Next. Like negative negative thought about your body pops up like five times a day. Start noticing when that's happening, why that's happening and be like, no, no, I'm hot today. I'm actually gorgeous in this dress and I'm confident and like, no, no negative thoughts. Or like, oh, my boss is so annoyed with me. Uh, what do you mean? Like, they're so lucky to have you. No, I'm just kidding. But like, literally just like, think like noticing and being like, oh, that's a negative thought. That's a negative thought that is, has actually like zero truth behind it that yeah. I know of that yeah. we can scientifically prove right now, unless yeah. I ask that, you know, like, so yeah, a hundred percent. I love yeah. that so much. Yeah. That was a good tip. I feel like now I'm like, damn, cause everything you think about is your, it's your, your, your reality. Like your thoughts are your what turns into your life. So make sure you're aware of what route they're going 90% of the day. Like sometimes you're going to have some negative ones, but you need to make sure that you're aware of what's going on. And like, and like, again, like having like being sad or being frustrated or whatever emotion you're feeling totally valid. Even if it's not, you know, even if you're like, you don't have a reason to be sad, you're allowed to be sad. But once you start realizing like, okay, I'm sad right now. Like, like, oh, like, that's really sad for me. Like, I'm really sad that I'm sad, but it's okay that I'm sad. Like, why am I sad? And then starting to be like, oh, well, I don't really have a reason. So let me just let myself feel this way a little bit. And then let's check in, check back in in a day and just make sure that I'm still like, if I'm still sad, then maybe I need to change something that I'm doing. But if it's just a passing emotion, because that has been my whole life this year is like passing emotion. Yeah. Just let it pass. Just have a good cry. And then realize there's nothing that you can do to change it. Did you know that I like literally can't cry? What? Like I haven't cried. It's not true. I've seen you cry. I know, but I haven't cried in a really long time. Oh, so you just mean it's been a while. I was like, that's the biggest lie that's ever come out of your mouth. Like I've cried. Like I definitely cry, but I would say it's like once every like at most four months. What? I know. Like I really like crying too. I went through a stage (laughs) where like, a couple of months ago, I was crying like way more and I was really liking it, but I like don't cry enough. Sometimes I'm like really sad and I'm like, I wish I could just get a good cry out and I don't. But anyways, that's a topic for another time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a little concerned. 
<laughs> I cry I all why. the time. Like, I wish I could stop. Like, we can switch places if you want. Literally, I'll take some of your tears. Anyways, not important. We'll talk okay. about that later. <laughs> talk about that with my therapist. <laughs> I'm going to go find one just to tell about that. Um, okay. Um, Do you have another one? Or wait, did no. I go off you? Did I piggyback off you? No. that. Oh, no, wait. that was mine. Yeah, sorry. No, that was yours. Do you have any more? Um, I do. Yeah. Okay. Cause this is my last one. Okay. Um, it's short and sweet and it says gratitude is life changing. Um, I guess that's not a lesson learned, but it kind of is because just like we were saying, like when you're having a lot of negative thoughts, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling anxious, um, this year, the number one thing that got me through was just sitting and being like, I'm so grateful for, you know, ABC. And it, it was, it went from, you know, the broad things. Like, I'm so grateful for my cozy home. That is like my place to escape away from my parents and their divorce. Like, I'm so glad I moved in before that happened. And then it would narrow down to like, I'm so grateful that today Jenny texted me and made my day, you know, just like the, the big grandiose things are important, but the small things of every day when you wake up and you're excited for something that's going to happen and you're grateful that you get to go to work and, you know, serve the people at work. Like, it's just, I mean, yes. And it it changes the whole perspective of your life. Yes. Once you start doing that, like your whole, it's like that whole trend right now is like romanticizing your, like your life, like the small parts of your life too. Is like when, when we read a book or we watch a movie when you have a scene set and it's like a girl like making a smoothie and like doing her skincare routine or whatever and you add some music to it it's like so glamorous and so like oh I wish my mornings looked like that and I think that once you start to like kind of just start to be grateful for the little things and notice like oh, I'm so lucky that I'm able to afford this nice skincare product or I'm so lucky that I'm able to make this smoothie in my house because I don't have roommates in the morning who will get mad at me that I'm blending this, smoothie. you know, like that's true. I think I think every day, I think that that is such a good one because once we start, it's super easy to fall into a negative. Yeah. Especially that. I mean, this year it was like, sometimes you have really hard weeks and you're like, why is this all happening to me at once? Why do I feel like everything that could possibly go wrong is going wrong? Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, that's not, that's not my whole life. That's just something small. And like other things are going really well. Yeah. It's really easy when big things like that are happening to feel like my life sucks. Why is this happening yeah. to me? Like yeah. when I broke my wrist, I literally, all I could think about all the time was like, my life sucks. I literally can't open this jar of pickles. <laughs> you poor I can't, thing. I can't clean my arm pit on my one arm. Like I was so crabby, but then I was like, whatever. Like I literally broke my wrist. I could not be able to walk. I could have born and I could have lost my arm. I could have done. I could, how, there's like how so did you many shave that armpit. Bro. I didn't. Oh my God. For how long? Probably a month. You should have just gone to go get it waxed. Honestly, I, um, I don't have a boyfriend and I have blonde hair. So, so I was like, let that grow. I let that shit grow. Actually. Amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I think I literally, cause I was fully unable to like 
I could wash myself, but I had to like bend my arm like up to like use a bar of soap. So I actually was able to shave. Oh my God. You but it, it wasn't a good shave. It wasn't like a clean shave, I'm sure. It wasn't a good yeah, it was a rough time. But honestly, who cares? I broke my arm. Like lots of people break their arm. I could have broken both my arms and then I would have had to have somebody take care of me like and wipe my butt and stuff. So, you know, what? <laughs> could yeah, have been worse. <laughs> could have been worse. So, yeah. <laughs> So yes, great. Like, because like things happen all the time where we're just like, oh, why me? But then it's yeah. like, nope, it's not just you. Lots of people all over the world are experiencing way worse than you. Yeah. So suck it up, buttercup, and be grateful. But it's also just not having an attitude of like that. Cause like our small little issues that we're having are valid. And like sometimes things do suck and it's okay to like be angry at the world. But what Grace is saying is like, and I think we've, we've said that multiple times, like writing what you're grateful for, like in a journal or something is so important. Cause yeah. like, sometimes when I write what I'm grateful for in my journal, it's like the smallest thing. Like I'll be like the Packers won <laughs> the, their game. And like, I know when I look back and be like, oh, that's really cute. But that's <laughs> what I was thinking about. <laughs> See, yeah. I just think oh. that's like, that's big. I think I've said that a hundred times too, but I, I tried to focus one. on that a lot and go back to that. It's a good reminder thing. because I think even for the people who know that in their brain, everyone who's like, yeah, it's really good to be grateful. It's really good to be like, count my blessings, blessings every day. Yeah. It's like, blah, 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 I get it. But also like, are you doing it? Yeah. And I'll, yeah, like I still need a reminder every day. You could remind me every day and it's still be like, oh yeah, you're right. I need to be, you know, cause even, yeah. even though I'm like, I know that that's a good thing to do. I'm, I still don't do it every day. So yeah. I love that. Well, what's your last one? Um, so my last one is that you need to fill your cup up with things that genuinely make you happy. And this has been this has been such a big one for me this year because there have been so many aspects of my life that I'm not super thrilled about or exactly where I want to be or happy about or whatever it is, but I have filled the cracks with things that do make me happy. And like, I get like this podcast is just the biggest one this year. It's a lot of work and it takes up time, but it genuinely makes me happy. It makes me so proud of myself. So proud of like my relationship with grace. And like, I can feel myself growing through the process. And so like filling my cup up, like making sure that I make time for things that genuinely make me happy. And like, aren't just for the, cause like, yes, self-care is great. Yes. Personal growth is great. Yes. Being healthy is great. Whatever. Working out, eating healthy. Great. But also make sure you're doing stuff that makes you happy. So if like, if like watching movies makes you happy, like make sure you make time for that. Or if like going out to a bar and like going out and like drinking, like makes you happy and like makes you feel good about yourself. Like make sure you prioritize that and like plan a day with the friends, like do that. Or if like, I don't know, like it could, it doesn't have to be for your wellness journey or for your personal growth journey for you to have to be able to prioritize it. Because if it's something that makes you happy, then that is something that's going to make you grow as a person. So I think filling the cracks of your life with things that that are going to make you smile, um, is super important because I think sometimes we can be really freaking hard on ourselves and 
really tough on if we're not doing enough in the day or we're not, we didn't get our workout in or whatever, but making sure that, cause you, I don't know, it'd just be so sad if you lived your whole life only doing things because you had to do them because they were good for you. I think that always goes back to prioritizing what makes you happy. So like, yeah, that's why when people are complaining to me about like, I really don't ever have time to work out and eat healthy. And I'm like, do you not have time or you just really don't actually want to do that? Because if you do actually want to do that, I can help you. But if you Mm -hmm. really don't, then you might as well just keep putting it in the back burner because that's what you're wanting to do in the long, the long run. Yeah. And like thinking about the long term as well as the short term, like for me, I think that well, first of all, just in the day-to-day basis, like I have to remind myself constantly, like, yes, I could, I could stop and get Chick-fil-A for lunch, but sometimes I purely don't because I'm like, yeah, it'll make me happy for like 10 minutes, but like in an hour, I'm going to feel so crappy. And that's not to say that I don't sometimes still get Chick-fil-A because I love Chick-fil-A, but kind of figuring out like what makes your body happy too is uh, just like figuring yourself out. It's so great. Cause like, then you realize like, Oh, if I have a fat salad today for lunch, I'm going to feel so much better tonight. Yeah. I could talk for hours about like how taking care of yourself is just, I feel so good. It's just life-changing, but also letting yourself have a margarita every once in a while or letting yourself have some ice cream every once in a while. Absolutely. No. Letting yourself being like, there's, I mean, 100% need balance in everything that you do, but taking care of yourself and prioritizing things that make you happy. Just life-changing. Life-changing. Like before we were doing this podcast, I felt like there wasn't like a real outlet for health and wellness in my life or like just all my other passions, like I, yes, I work in golf, but golf is not my passion. And so when you feel like you're busy doing things that you're not passionate about, it's not the right kind of busy. You're like, Oh, I'm so busy. I don't have a moment in the day, but now I feel like I'm, I'm busy and I'm getting work done. And I'm, but I'm also, you know, working on my passion project every day Mm -hmm. as well. So it's more fulfilling. And there's a difference between like doing something that's fulfilling and doing something that's getting you through. Yeah. It's really, it's awesome. Like I feel like before, like when you're in school and stuff, you like have like that validation from like your grades and stuff. Like for me, I like really liked getting good grades. Like it was really fun for me. And I was like, (gasps) exciting. You're such a dork. But now I don't have that as much, but this has been so fun because I'm like, what topic can we talk about? That's like going to help somebody like, yeah. What topic can we talk about that? Like I'm going to grow from it or like learn from grace or like be able to spend time researching it or like, I don't know. I just think it's really fun. And then we get to be creative with our Instagram and it's just been really fun. So highly recommend finding something you're passionate about and just going for it. Cause even if no one listens, or reads it or listen, like does if even if it reaches nobody, it's it's for yourself more than anything. So absolutely. Yeah. So Aww, anyway, this was so fun. It was really fun. I loved this one. And honestly, we're not gonna talk to you guys until after the new year. So happy new year. Happy, happy pre-new new year. year. Happy <laughs> pre-birthday to myself. And happy pre-birthday. You know what's so weird is 
you're ending the year as a 25 year old and I'm ending the year as a 24 year old. So we're like, you're like my older friend. I'm like an old soul and you're just like a little inexperienced child. (laughs) Yeah. You're wise. You're a wise woman. (laughs) And I'm just a little old and wise and wrinkly. And I'm just like a little like baby who's just like, hi, teach me about life. And here I am. Um, anyways, happy birthday, Grace, and happy new year, darlings. We have had so much fun this year and we are only going to have more fun next year. And we're so excited. We have so many fun things planned. We hope that everyone has a safe and exciting and super fulfilling holiday and enjoys themselves and stays safe. I keep saying that because I'm just thinking about my own plans. I'm like, please be safe. Um, I think that's good. good. Yeah. We'll talk to you in the new year and we'll have, we have so many fun things. So yeah. Be back soon. Who is texting you? Hey, I, I don't know how it's going on my computer. That's never happened in my life. <laughs> and I, don't know, I can't turn it off because if I turn my sound off, then I can't hear you. So we everybody, have to, everybody's texting her to say happy birthday. I have technical difficulties and I don't know how to fix them without Jenny and she's not here. <laughs> so I'm like trying my facial expressions are like, hey, it's not like, <laughs> and then I also okay. thought it was your computer, not mine, but we'll fix no, that. It's okay. All right. Um, it's your birthday mess. It's everyone messaging for your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, All right. Anyways. We will see you guys, talk to you guys next time. And we love you and have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Darling Girls podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, you can keep up with us on Instagram at Darling Girls Pod. See you next time.